hello everybody how are we um how was everybody's halloween mine was good i was freddie mercury that's it let's talk today about everything is illuminated by jonathan saffron foer i don't know if that's how you pronounce everything jonathan saffron foer I'm, I'm not entirely sure Today's might be a little bit shorter just because I don't have much to say about this book. Let's, it was an interesting read. I don't know, like, I feel like I don't have much to say because I didn't understand a whole lot. And I didn't do very much work to find out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is 276 pages long. Let me tell you when it was published because I know you're so curious. 2002. Okay, so the story, uh, it opens. Oh, here's my bookmark from this time around. I keep forgetting to show the bookmarks. Anyway, um, that's from Florence, I believe. Okay, I, this book has won a lot of awards and the people at the front had a lot of good things to say about it. But I don't know why. <laughs> I liked I liked the story because I thought that it was something like I had never read. Early though, like it just if you jump into it not knowing anything about it, it's just a bunch of words. Like it really Here's here's something that I wrote. It's not my kindest review. It says, and this is one of my like mid-page annotations. My bookmark just went flying. It says boring writing plus hard words plus weird story equals brain defocuses. <laughs> and I don't know because at this point I was twenty-five pages in and I had no idea what the story was about. No idea, not even a lick of an idea. I didn't find out what the story was until page sixty. And how many pages did I say there was? There was like 275, 276. I was 60 pages in before I even understood what was going on. <laughs> and maybe that's on me. It probably is. But the the writing is very, very weird. And it cuts between... Um, Jonathan is actually the main character of the book. The author is the main character. I believe it's an excerpt of his real life. But then it's like mixed with kind of like fantastical things that happen and events that go on. Let me set some background before I dive too far into this. Jonathan Safran Foer is a young American Jewish guy. He likes to learn more about his family history, as many of us do. And so he goes over his family... Um, is from Ukraine. Or maybe it's Eastern Poland. The, his family is, I think it's in Poland, but he lands in Ukraine and then he goes over there with a couple of guides. And those guides are essential to the story as well. Um, his family village town is called Trashimbrod. Trashimbrod? I don't know the pronunciation, you guys. It's nice when you read it because in your head you can pronounce anything. Oh, yeah. Trach, Trachimbrod. Trachimbrod. 
Um, yeah. Let me just read this little excerpt while... So this is on page 60. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. He goes over there trying to search for um, more of his family story. He has a picture of his grandmother, I believe. And he's just trying to know um, more about them. He's trying to find Tratch and Brock. Um, and I knew what a shtetl, shtetl was because I read... The Devil's Arithmetic earlier this year by Jane Yolen. So, yeah. When it says shtetl, that's what it means. Um, a shtetl is like a village. Why don't you merely dub it a village? It's a Jewish word. And there's no... There's like quotation marks, but there's no... And then Jonathan said this. And then Alex said this. No, it's not. It's just literally just a stream of words with quotations around them. So you... It's like a very interesting way of writing, Jonathan has. Why don't you merely dub it a village? It's a Jewish word. A Jewish word, Yiddish, something that you don't agree with, is a schmuck. Wait, what? <laughs> no, let me back up. A Jewish word, Yiddish, like schmuck. What does it mean, schmuck? Someone who doesn't... Someone who does something that you don't agree with is a schmuck. Teach me another. Putz. What does it mean? It's like schmuck. Teach me another. Schmendrick. What does it mean? It's also like schmuck. Do you know any words that are not like schmuck? He pondered for a moment. Shalom, he said, which is actually three words, but that's Hebrew, not Yiddish. Everything I can think of is basically schmuck. The Eskimos have 400 words for snow, and the Jews have 400 words for schmuck. I wondered, what is an Eskimo? And that was just one, <laughs> one paragraph. And so if you take that kind of storytelling in one part, and then you take, um, like, letters... It's in formatted like a letter in another part. Dictionaries, parts of dictionaries are inserted here. It's just a whole lot. I think somebody's speech is spliced and included in the front here. And it's in all caps. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, a very confusing read. But, um, and I won't spoil anything. I realized in my last couple videos, I say I won't spoil, and I just go ahead and spoil. Um, but at least I give a heads up, right? He goes over, and he his guides are Alex and Alex's grandpa, who's blind but drives the car. And then the seeing dog, um, Sammy Davis Jr. Jr. is the dog's name. And it's just definitely weird vibes. I think I would need, now that I understand kind of what's going on, I would need to reread it because I had no idea what was going on this whole time. Um, let me read you a couple more excerpts and then, well, let me just say, I would recommend this book. It is a telling of the Jewish experience in a totally different way than I think most readers are used to because there are millions and millions and millions of books on World War II. But, and I haven't read, I read this with someone who recommended that I should read My Name is Asher Lev, which also kind of tells a different side of, um, not a different side, but a different maybe like perspective vantage point of the Jewish experience this is definitely 
a side that I have never touched or come close to touching before. Uh, but like some themes are carried throughout like the, um, when I read, this is just a for example, when I read, um, The Devil's Arithmetic by Jane Yolen earlier this year on where I learned what the word shtetl meant, um, it talked a lot about how, and that's told from the perspective of, of a little girl. It talks a lot about how Jewish culture is just a lot of remembering. And that is also very prevalent in this. That's the reason why he's obsessed with figuring out um, more about his family heritage and where he came from and the story behind all of his ancestors. And the reason that the entire book exists is because he wants to know more about the past. He wants to remember more. There's another part in here, hopefully I marked it, where, yeah, it's kind of like a, a dictionary excerpt. It says, Jews have six senses. It's kind of like bolded. It's so, I, I had no idea how this would work if it was a, um, if it was an audiobook, like no idea. Um, but it's kind of like a topical guide, maybe. One of them says the existence of Gentiles, and in parentheses it says, see God like the topic, God. The, the entirety of the world as we do and don't know it, see God. Jews have six senses, touch, taste, sight, smelling, hearing, memory. Wait, what? why did I count seven? <laughs> Memories in there is the main point of this. And um, yeah, it's just very interesting. An interesting take, difficult to read for sure. And it bounces through different timelines. It's just a lot. So I would need to reread this again. I'd recommend this if you're looking for a different perspective on what it's like being um, Jewish. I mean, I feel like anybody can learn from a book by picking it up and reading it. So I wouldn't not recommend this book because it is a good book. And I think if I knew more about it, I would. Um, <laughs> I would have enjoyed it maybe a little bit more. That just is an entire page and a half of, it says we are writing in italics. I don't know. I don't know. I need, I need Jonathan to, to come to me and explain to me more about his own book because it's just, I don't know. Um, one little tiny mini spoiler is that they do find Trachin Broad and they meet a woman there and she has, let me read this too. Let me just read a couple. I'm just going to start in the middle of the page. This is on page 118. And this is, again, it's just quotes and quotes and quotes. Um, have you ever witnessed? No, let me actually read the entire page. It says, uh, 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 uh. I think this is the photograph that he brings. He's trying to show it to this woman. It says, I held it very proximal to her face like grandfather held it to his face. No, she said again, and this... And this seemed like a third variety of no. I put the photograph in her hands. Have you ever witnessed anyone in the photograph? No, she said, but in her no, I was certain that I could hear, please per persevere, inquire me again. So I did. Have you ever witnessed anyone in the photograph? She moved her thumbs over the faces as if she were attempting to erase them. No. Have you ever witnessed anyone in the photograph? No, she said, and she put the photograph, photograph on her lap. Have you ever witnessed anyone in the photograph? I inquired. No, she said, still examining it, but only from the angles of her eyes 
<laughs> have you ever witnessed anyone in the photograph? No, she was humming again with more volume. Have you ever witnessed anyone in the photograph? No, she said. No, I saw a tear descend to her white dress. It would, it too would dry and leave a mark. Have you ever witnessed anyone in the photograph? I inquired and it felt cruel. I felt like an awful person, but I was certain that I was performing the right thing. No, she said, I have not. They all look like strangers. I, uh, periled again. Has anyone in the, this photograph ever witnessed you? Another tear descended. I have been waiting for you for so long. I pointed to the car. We are searching for trash and broad. Oh, she said, and she released a river of tears. You are here. I am it. <sighs> Very interesting stuff going on. One last thing that I am going to read is this little quote. I think a good takeaway from this book. Um, this is a letter from Alex, the person who showed Jonathan around um, Ukraine and East Poland. He writes, there's a series of letters that they write to each other. And he says, we all choose things and we all choose against things. I want to be the kind of person who chooses for more than who chooses against. So, very interesting. If you've read, let me know. I'd love to know your thoughts on it. And that's kind of all I have to say. Everything is illuminated. And... That is a true statement. Okay, talk to y'all later. Ciao.